technical difficulties, but we got it worked out. We're back. Welcome. As, what? as I was saying in the first draft of this episode, um, <laughs> we're recording on the 15th uh, of December, which is 10 days before Christmas. And I was telling Jay, I have thought about starting my Christmas shopping. That's right. Which is, uh, <laughs> that's something. You know, it, it's the first step to helping yourself is admitting you have a problem. Yes. So really, I can check that off the to-do list. You there know, you we, we thought about starting. You are headed in the right direction. All right. And that's enough for today. We'll get back at it tomorrow. <laughs> that's it. Nerd out. See you next time. John's got shopping to do. No, you're not wrong. Uh-huh. Um, yes. So welcome back to the last episode of 2022. We're halfway, th- well, roughly, roughly halfway through our fourth season. So yeah, give or take, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. I going strong. Yeah. We, we were talking about that a little bit before we started recording and it definitely doesn't, it doesn't feel like we're halfway through the fourth season in the best possible way. It's definitely one of those like, wow, look at us. Wow. 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 Look at that. See, you and Owen Wilson. I was thinking Paul Rudd. The, look at us. Look at, look at us. Like two different memes. Well, um, John, I hope you're doing okay. Um, I am. I am. I'm glad that you are. Uh, I think I think you told me you have a Christmas party tomorrow. I do. A company Christmas party, which those are either hit or miss. So company Christmas was uh, this past Tuesday with the lending team that I work with uh, at the bank that I'm at. And it was both hit and miss. Um, <laughs> but tomorrow we are having a, a Christmas get together at our pastor's house. Oh. Which I'm actually very excited for. So very good. Weird to weird to look forward to the party at the pastor's house. But, you know, here we, and we, are. we won't say names, but I'm assuming it's the same pastor as it was when I was there. Are you still going to the same place? I am, um, but I don't know to whom you're referring. So I will say that um, I will be hanging out with one, potentially both of the co-hosts of uh, our favorite board game podcast. Ah, uh, yes, Meeple yes, Town. yes, yes. Okay, very good. Very Find good. a way to name drop without name dropping while also yeah, right, yeah. throwing a content recommendation out there for those of you. So Yes, incognito. It was like, uh, what, what, what was that? Uh, what, what's the game? Uh, pyramid? Uh, what, what's the game where they, yeah, you have to... yeah. The, I feel like on, on the old episodes on game show network, it was like the $25,000 pyramid. Yeah. And then it was yeah. The hundred thousand dollar pyramid. And then inflation, right. It's now like the right. $250,000 pyramid. Right. Yeah. And then they so also realized just... we can't afford to actually give them that much money. So we're just going to make it $500. I would take it, man. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I know. I've always said that I would be a horrible contestant on, um, uh, the, what, what, what was the one with the, um, with the briefcases? Deal or no deal. Deal yeah. or no deal. Yes. I, I always said I would be a terrible contestant on there because as soon as the banker offered like over a hundred thousand, I would be like, deal. That's more money than I came in with. So I'll take it. You're, that's better than me, man. The banker would be like, I will offer you a very nice, high quality steak dinner one time. <laughs> and I'd be like, sold. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go right now. <laughs> oh, that's great. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. No, I am the father. Father. Well, welcome back to another episode of They Didn't Ask Us. I am Jay, and with me, of course, as always, is John. Uh, like I said, this is our last episode of 2022, a Christmas episode. We are going mm-hmm. to be reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which can now be watched on Disney+. Plus. 
it's only 40 it's running time is 42 minutes which i was very surprised by i expected it to be longer yeah i did too um and also the beginning of this movie is animated and so i totally expected the entire movie to be animated right i was really <laughs> I de- I hoping for that that would have been it would have been a different experience but we can we have a couple of other things that we want to talk about before we before we get into that so um, john i just realized too that we're recording this now uh video mm-hmm. uh so that we can be seen it's true talking with, with our, our hands a little bit more uh, talking with our hands which i do anyway um yeah. but i also realized i can't pick my nose anymore I mean, I could reach over and try to... No, that doesn't work. I was going uh, to try to... it didn't work. Oh, man. The wonders of video editing. Try, try it again. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Bad at it. Let's see. Try from this way. Oh, oh. It's... <laughs> it's... We, we, we don't know what we're doing. This oh, is a train man. wreck, but we're going to have fun doing it. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we got a few things to talk about first. We got our news segment. Um, first up, something somewhat comical um, that I brought to John's attention. <sighs> That pretty much that that pretty much sums it up right there. It is, is a heavy sigh of a reaction before you even know what it is. So I'm already lowering expectations. So Jennifer Lawrence is a female actor who has been in several different movies. Uh, she has been in Red Sparrow, I believe, is what it was called. It was a, mm-hmm. a basically Black Widow movie. Yeah, by and large. Yeah, she was in um, Silver Linings Playbook. She was in some other sci-fi movie with Chris Pratt that I never saw. Uh, Passengers. Yeah. Which I also never saw. Um, But more relevant for us um, here on the show, she was Mystique in the first class uh, X-Men reboot. That's right. And she is probably most known for what I would consider her breakout role. Yes. As um, Katniss Everdeen in The Hunger Games. Yes. And uh, so Jennifer Lawrence, you know... um, despite her beauty, maybe doesn't have a whole lot upstairs or maybe just wasn't thinking. It, it could be one or the other or both. I I would tend to think it was not so much a lack of thinking so much as it is a lack of focused thinking. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And for context, we're discussing a statement in which she was interviewed and essentially said that she was the first female action star ever. 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 She was talking about the difficulty of filming Hunger Games and how people were telling her that this was not possible. It was not something that would be able to happen because it had never been done before. And she was talking about how they succeeded and made one of the best sci-fi movies ever made with the first female lead for mm-hmm. a sci-fi movie, for an action movie. And John and I, well, me, as soon as I, it was a YouTube uh, a video interview, and as soon as I saw it, I laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what was going on until Jay, he texted me. He was like, did you see this? And I was like, see what? Blissfully unaware. Uh, and I, I read a transcript of it. I didn't wa- I never watched the video of it. Um, and it very much feels like a things that happened before me didn't matter. And the things that happened after me were exclusively influenced by me. It was a I very. I don't know that it was deliberate either. I don't know if it was deliberate, but in the moment, it looked very uh, selfish and self-centered, trying to make herself look a lot more important than what she actually is or was. Yeah. Because, as we all know, there are many female leads, especially in the sci-fi genre, that have mm-hmm. absolutely killed it. You got Sigourney Weaver in Alien. Yeah, that's what we talked about one like two or three episodes ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, a big one for us, very close to close to my heart is going to be uh, Carrie Fisher. You might not Star consider Wars. her a sci-fi action icon, but definitely, definitely an important female figure in science fiction cinema, in my opinion. I mean, the mo- the movies that you could name are endless. I mean, you could say Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it, I, it just. I would say the even the the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Are they peak cinema? No. Are they fun? <laughs> yes. Yes. Is she an action star in those movies? Unequivocally. So I feel like it's just definitely a. It kind of feels like there was a gap in the the mid to late two thousands. So when the Hunger Games hit in the early twenty tens, it was definitely a. Oh man, we might be onto something adapting young adult novels into movies with notable female leads like we might be we, other movie producers we might have to start doing this more and i think she kind of overinflated her impact yeah yeah because because i mean all the things that the the ref the examples we had were from potentially decades ago so it had been a little bit so she i think been a female lead I want to give her the benefit of the doubt and try to imply that she meant she had revived it and not that she was the first. Like she might have wanted to say she was the first in a while, but that's not what she said. Yeah. What she said. And I think she's I think she's walked it back somewhat aggressively in the in the days and weeks since of just like a oof. Yeah, no, that was not what I. it's what I said. It is not what I meant. Yeah. Open mouth. Insert foot into. Yes. Mouth. Yes. But we'll um, we'll forgive you. Miss Lawrence, we'll mm-hmm. we'll move we'll look past it. We certainly will. We're Just, we're very gracious in that sense. Yeah, we'll we'll forgive you. But if you if you haven't seen some of these other movies, you should definitely check them out. Oh, absolutely. So it just let us know. You can reach us. You can contact us. Can you imagine? And we'll point you in the right direction. Can you imagine one of like either you, me, or the pod Twitter gets a DM from like Jennifer Lawrence? Hey, you can. I want. I want to email the us. <laughs> they didn't ask us at gmail.com. You can follow John on Twitter, jmuller8332. You can yes, also follow me, the nerd is underscore in, or you can follow the show, tdau underscore pod on twitter and you can send us messages directly so yeah jennifer get on that yeah have your people reach out to our people <laughs> uh also our people uh it, it's us we we you're are looking people. at them <laughs> well follow up with that with some pretty heavy news i would say this this is something so honestly we could have an entire episode just on this next part just reacting to this yeah i was not so oh man i don't even know where to begin with this i guess we'll start with the news that well let's let's kind of recap so we already know that james gunn and some other dude that i can't remember his name is taking over dc they are going to be the ones in charge of the DC Cinematic Universe. And it's exciting, except that we just got word that Henry Cavill will not be coming back as Superman. I I feel like I sent that to you as soon as I saw it. I saw it last night. And I'll be 100% honest with you, Jay. My initial reaction was not, oh, no, Henry Cavill's not going to be Superman so much as it was Henry Cavill left The Witcher to be Superman, and now he's no longer Superman. So he is no longer the two things that I liked him in best. The two things that he was born to play. And that's what's so upsetting about it to me personally is is the fact that not only did we lose him as Superman, we lost him as the Witcher. And it's like, ah, what could what could have been? But now it kind of makes me wonder if they'll fire Hemsworth to bring Henry Cavill back before he's even done anything. I would. I would have called as soon as I if I had been uh, Netflix executives, as soon as I saw that news, I would have called Hemsworth and been like, hey, bad, bad news. So bud. remember that thing we were going to do? Yeah, that's not happening anymore. Sorry. Well, well, we got something else for you. Probably. Maybe. Eventually. Uh, we, we have your number. We know your we know your people. <laughs> Bye. And then they hang up before he has a chance to do anything. Yeah. Or do it over text. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> it's not you. It's Henry Cavill. <laughs> 
could you imagine getting a breakup text that said it's not you it's henry cavill shot to this shot to the self-confidence yeah that that would would hurt just reply like i get it but that hurts (laughs) yeah so and big picture what this looks like i mean so what this means big picture is you know we look at that and we look at henry cavill is no longer going to be superman the next logical thing to jump to to think of next is well then that also means that ezra miller is no longer going to be flash good uh yes good riddance um jason momoa is no longer going to be aquaman Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even. I can't even remember who plays Shazam. But Zachary all, Levi, nerd icon. Oh, that's right, from Chuck. We, we love Zach. Yeah, isn't that the weirdest thing? I it's, I love that show. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, but so we have to assume that all of these guys, all of these players, are also going to be uh, called off the field, and so then that leaves us to wonder what are we going to be doing with these movies? And I really feel like that that's probably the reason they haven't announced that yet is yeah. because they have put a lot of money into these movies. Yeah. And so they're like, we've got to go ahead and release these movies so that we can make something off of yeah. these movies. I I would tend to think that because The Rock has such a long contract, at least a rumored contract, I don't actually know what the numbers are. Black I, Adam is going to be around for a minute. I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I have a hard time believing that to be, to be honest. If because he is, if he is as passionate as he says he is about it, then I don't see him walking away. I don't either. I don't see him walking away easily. But yeah. the thing about uh, The Rock that has really come up in the news here lately is The Rock is saying one thing and then DC executives are saying something completely different. Yeah. And that is not a good position to be in. No, it's not. Um, but my my full thought is, if The Rock stays as Black Adam, we keep Zachary Levi as Shazam because they're a natural. Like we need a we need a Batman versus Superman movie with Shazam and Black Adam. We just we just do. Um, but all of the mainline Justice League, gone essentially. It is going to be a full reboot, hopefully with unknowns, so we don't run into the Batflex situation where, oh man, you know, this is like hated and despised in the moment. And for me, at least, as time has gone on, I'm just like, that might be the best Batman we've ever had. Is he the most complete Batman? Like the best Bruce Wayne and Batman? No, I don't feel like that's, that's not, it's a different conversation. But pure Batman in the costume, he is up there with the best. And he is gone. There was never any conversation realistically of him coming back. So what does that mean for everyone else? You cut ties and start over. It's just what you do. So I'm not thrilled about it. Don't get me wrong. But that is what I think is going to happen. What to me, what this news kind of blows me away with the most is that DC had all of their eggs in the Black Adam basket. Mm-hmm. Like every single one of them was was sitting on Black Adam being a huge success and it was not. No. It was not. And every, I will say the people I know who saw it said it was good. Oh sure, like I've heard it's it's good, but is no it No one saw it. <laughs> yeah, is it good? Sure, but is it something that's, you know, universe building? Is it something that could relaunch DC? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I I do tend to agree with that. I also think it's hitting HBO Max like tomorrow. I think so. I am going to watch it just because I am curious to see what happens in it. Yeah. But uh, after this news, I'm definitely not going to be, you know. Yeah, I'm more intimidated for the future of DC movies than I am than I have ever been before. Yes. And I've been very, very scared for the direction they've been in for years. Yeah, they, they messed up from the very beginning. 
Um, they, they, they saw the success of the MCU and they got really confident that they could do the same thing, but faster mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. Yeah. And you know what I realized the other, or, or actually when you sent me that news is I looked up to see when man of steel came out. It's been almost 10 years. Was it 2013? Man of steel. Yeah. Since man of steel came out and we have still never gotten a sequel to that. I mean, sure, people would say Batman v Superman is that sequel. I, I would. I would argue but that. But at the same time, like... It's not a true sequel, but it functions like one. All of that, everything that happened in that movie was such a train wreck. Yep. And it was so fast, and you were like, what is happening? And then... Could you, could you maybe say it was fast and also furious? Was it too Bat, too Superman? <laughs> was it Man of Steel <laughs> 2, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> <laughs> so, so long DC, old DC... And uh, I hope James Gunn can do something. Yeah. I also hope that he can do something without turning everything into a James Gunn movie. Because I I liked the new Suicide Squad. I liked the first Suicide Squad, if we're being honest. Like, was it good? No. Was it fun? Yes. But he does have a certain style. And kind of like we talked about with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, like, sometimes you can dial that up too much. And I just worry that if you give him full creative control, does a movie like Thor Ragnarok turn into Thor Love and Thunder, where you just you just turn that dial a little bit too much, a lot too much, actually. And it just takes over. And I don't want that to happen. Speaking of taking over, how about the runtime of Avatar The Way of Water? Is this true? Yes. Like, this has been confirmed and everything for this movie that comes out. Confirmed. Confirmed. So much so that they interviewed James Cameron to ask him, why make the movie so long? And And he says he actually cut an hour and a half. (laughs) Did you, is there any part of the movie that would be a good time to take a bathroom break? And you want to know what his response was? He said, real moviegoers use catheters. (laughs) No. (laughs) He said, well, whatever you miss, you can come see it again. That is the most James Cameron thing I have ever heard. And then he went on to say that testosterone is a poison. For for context, um, I don't have the actual numbers in front of me, but the movie runtime is in excess of three hours. Yeah, I I think I did the math. It's like three hours and 20 minutes. Uh, Three hours and 12. Okay. All right. According to the Google. Yeah, it's a long one. So prepare yourself. What was the last three hour movie you saw, Jay? Well, I guess it would be Endgame. Was it in game three hours? Um, or close to it anyway. Uh, three hours and two minutes. Okay, so it was probably a little bit shy of three hours if you okay. don't include the credits. No time to die. The James Bond movie was two hours and forty three minutes. But that was one that it could have gone three hours, and I wouldn't have cared. I it was it was two hours and forty three minutes, and I was like, this movie needs another fifteen minutes to be good. Like, it would improve with more time. Mm-hmm. And people, like, laughed in my face when I was like, no, this movie needs to be longer. Uh, Jay, I will tell you the last three-hour movie that I saw. It was also the last four-hour movie that I saw. Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. I didn't four watch hours that one and two go. minutes. I did. I didn't wa- you did? <laughs> I did. Oh, my gosh. No, I <laughs> like, watched I, that over the course of, like, three days. No, I got home from work the day it released, and I did not move from my couch for four hours. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I mean, looking back, was it a mistake? Yes. But is it is it a memory? Also, yes. Is it one of those core memories? No. <laughs> Mainly because one of the one of the emotions from Inside Out was not regret. Like <laughs> 
like regret right. tinged with joy. That's, right. That's what that would be. Right. Like I enjoyed this in the moment, but looking back, like what was I thinking? <laughs> so John and I have both gone on the record as not liking Avatar. Uh, it, it was uh, it was just not good. It was it was not an original story. It really wasn't. Visually, it was very visually impressive. sure. Um, but I mean, I haven't seen Dances with Wolves. I don't need to. I've seen Avatar. They're the same movie. I've seen uh, what's the what's another one? It's rumored. It's just Pocahontas. Pocahontas. I think there's a third one. Oh, A Bug's Life. Same movie. <laughs> That's right. So oh, man. I'm curious to see what a uh, famous movie this is going to be. Maybe this one will be Hamlet, like The Lion King, you know, a movie we're all familiar with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll wait and see everyone who sees it over the weekend like, oh, man, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. I and can then see I will, the memes now. I like the part where he looked at the screen and said, it's Avatar time. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I need this movie to be aggressively memed just because James Cameron won't know what to do. Well, aggressively memed and then like... I don't know. It's 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 terrible to wish this on somebody, but I really do hope it fails because I really want them to just Stop. really feel it and be like, wow, we put a lot of money into this movie. It failed and we've already filmed the third one and have started work on the fourth one. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of like you said, so Man of Steel came out in 2013 and at the end of 2022, it's looking like we will never get a true sequel. Um, Avatar came out in like 2009. And it took 13 years for the sequel to come out. That was the last movie that I saw in 3D. Ooh, that's a thought. What is the last movie I saw in 3D? So just for those that, I mean, I don't care if you care. I'm going to tell you anyway. Or I don't care if you care. You don't care. I don't know. Who cares? Um, but so I remember going to that movie and everybody was super excited because it was just this visual spectacular. I mean, just out of this world. Nobody's ever seen anything like it before. And he specifically filmed it in a 3D way. It was meant to be seen in 3D. Right. So that's what I did. I went and saw the movie in 3D. And I remember when I left. Mm. I said to myself, actually, I went with my dad and we left the theater and I was like, so what do you think? And he was like, I honestly didn't like it. The 3D effects made me feel sick. Yeah. And I said, it didn't make me feel sick. But in that moment, I decided if this is the way that movies are going to be going, I'm not going to watch 3D anymore because I don't want that to become popular. Yeah, I think that's completely fair. I'm trying to think the last 3D movie I saw. I want to say... I saw one of the MCU movies in 3D, but it was phase two. Spider-Man. Golly, Spider-Man in 3D would make my head hurt. Yeah. I can't, I don't remember, I don't know why, but I can't shake the feeling that I saw Life of Pi in 3D. I bet that was, because that movie is... Is beautiful. Visually is stunning. Yeah, it's great. It is a very, it's a very weird movie until you get to the end, and then it completely makes you rethink the entire movie. It's a great ending, but it's a very challenging. Like, I remember reading that book in high school, and it was a really weird book until you got to the end, and then it was a really weird book. But anyway, that is a conversation for another time. 3D, so, not the move. Don't do it. Anyone. Ever. Will you be seeing Avatar The Way of Water? Maybe I'm not planning to. I'll say that. I'm not. I'm not. I, I can tell you right now. I'm not going to. If if I were with a group of people and we were like, hey, we have let's let's include time to drive to the theater. We have three and a half hours to kill. What do you want to do? 
or if I see like genuinely everyone on my Twitter feed went to go see it this weekend and is like, this is the greatest movie ever. I'm a contrarian at heart, so I would need to see it just so I could talk trash about it. I might do that. I'm petty, man. I don't know if you know that about me. I'm real petty sometimes. I've known you long enough to say I do know that. Yes. Um, and but at the same time, that's why you're here. So yeah, oh, I, I'm re- I'm real petty. So I'm not above doing that. I'll, that is on the record now. I'm not well, above we, hate watching. We shall movie. see. I you know I will say I'll agree with you there. If if everybody is raving about it and saying that it is really good, I probably will go see it just because. First off, I won't believe them. Absolutely. Um, but you know, then I can I need to see it for myself to to make sure that they're right. Yeah. And because uh, my opinion matters. I mean, I think both of our opinions matter, but literally, <laughs> exactly. they, didn't, exactly. they didn't ask us. So, right. Well, with that out of the way, let's move on to Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <sighs> we have the old three-paragraph summary on the Wikipedia. Do you feel like a summary is necessary? Um, Honest question. I do, but I could skip the middle paragraph. The middle paragraph, it's so it's three lines, five lines, two lines. And the five lines are the middle third. And I don't know why they got so much of a longer description. Um, I'm going to do that, actually. I'm just going to skip the middle paragraph. Okay, that works for me. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy have purchased Nowhere from the Collector and taken in Cosmo the Space Dog as a new member. That was fun. That was great, man. Um, As Christmas approaches, Kraglin tells the Guardians a childhood story of how Yondu ruined Christmas for Peter Quill. Mantis discusses with Drax about finding a perfect Christmas present for Quill, as the latter is still depressed following the loss of Gamora. After brainstorming for ideas, they decide to go to Earth and retrieve Quill's childhood hero, Kevin Bacon. Um, uh, They go to Earth, everyone thinks they're cosplaying, they kidnap Kevin Bacon, put police officers in a trance. Um, As they return to nowhere, Mantis and Drax are disappointed to learn that Bacon is an actor and not a real-life hero. Later, the Guardians surprise Quill with a Christmas celebration, but Quill is horrified to learn that his friends kidnapped Kevin Bacon. Uh, On the Guardians' new spaceship, the Bowie, uh, Bacon learns from Kraglin how he inspired Quill's heroism and decides to celebrate Christmas with the Guardians before returning home. After the celebration, Quill reveals to Mantis that Yondu eventually changed his mind about Christmas and gifted him the pair of blasters which still serve as his primary weapon weapons mantis confides in him that she is quill's half-sister after years of refusing to tell him the truth out of fear of reminding him of his father ego's misdeeds to quill's surprise and elation scene there you go so elevator pitch guardians of the galaxy but christmas okay there you that's go. genuinely like <laughs> it, it has it it manages to recapture the vibes of the first movie yeah it is yeah. a chaotically yeah, funny action movie yeah okay uh, so my elevator pitch is this is a I, I I like the way you said that John it's Guardians of the Galaxy but Christmas and the only thing that I will say is that this movie honestly this movie I would have liked this movie better if it had the whole middle part with Kevin Bacon and retrieving Kevin Bacon if that had just been a simple abduction and then taken away I think I would have liked this movie a whole lot better I agree um I like I like what they were going for but it was too long like yeah the, it just it just kept going it the, it dragged and I 
I see where you're coming from with just a simple alien abduction gets sucked up into like a gravity beam or whatever. Um, big picture, I'm fine with what they did. It's just how long they did it. Like if you had taken that, if you had taken like a 20 minute scene and turned it into like an eight minute montage, one, it's faster. And two, I feel like you can play that up for more comedy because once yeah, it because... gets once it gets dry, it's not enjoyable. Right, because this movie had a lot of really funny like scenes there were certain scenes that were really funny that you were like okay that you know that was like really the whole like opening song was really funny because <laughs> these aliens song. got these tool got these uh uh, uh instruments. instruments yeah and they write a christmas song based on what they know from somebody else who heard it from quill and so it it didn't it didn't translate very well and it was hilarious. And so it was like, there were little scenes like that that was like, okay, this is really good. And then there was that whole middle part that was like, all right, can we just grab them and go like, this is taking yeah. too long. Yeah. I, I am completely with you. I am known. Um, I hate cringe. So it's why I can't watch the office. It's why I don't watch parks and rec. And it's why there was a very serious thought of turning this off in the middle because the Kevin Bacon, they're like, so Drax and Mantis are on Earth trying to find Kevin Bacon, and they just get completely plastered. They get wildly inebriated, and they, they kidnap Kevin Bacon while drunk. And part of that is very funny, and they play it up for laughs very well, but part of it is just like, oh man, like what are we, what are we doing? Why is, why is this, who thought this was a good idea? And then by the time I had that thought and it was fully formed, they had gone on to something else. And I was like, good, good, well done. I like this. So I'm completely with you on the middle part of this drags it down. Cosmo the Space Dog, though. That was great. Big fan. I'm looking forward to him possibly being in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, I hope so. Let me open that link since I'm already on Wikipedia. Yeah, because that trailer was dropped. Confirmed. Cosmo the Space Dog is credited as being in the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fantastic. Man, that trailer That'll messed me up. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was... Uh, I'm I'm not prepared for Rocket Origin Story. No. It's going to be very sad. Yeah, it is. But uh, but yeah, so let's, um, I guess, let's rate it real quick. Okay. And then honestly, we can move on. It sounds like we said pretty much all we need to say. I mean, it's only 40 minutes long, so... I, so they have a they have a gift exchange in this, and I think the gifts are really interesting, but I need to know somewhat drastically how Nebula stole Bucky's arm <laughs> right. to give it that to Rocket. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, are they just playing that off for memes, or is that going to be like on Christmas Day, there's going to be this surprise Disney Plus release, and it's like five minutes, and it's just Sebastian Stan being like, what the? And then just cuts. Waking up one morning and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also, I also really enjoyed Peter Quill in this. I feel like he's still doing a whole lot of image rehabilitation in the wake of Infinity War when Infinity War was a lot like, well, Thanos is obviously the villain, but if any of these heroes is a villain, it's Peter Quill. Like they had a plan and it was working until he messed it up. Um, but Kevin Bacon was great in this. I was not expecting that at all. Like I thought he just kind of phoned it in, but he was there for it. Um, and yeah, uh, Quill's reaction at the end of like having a sister is the best possible Christmas present. I thought that was, that was very unexpectedly heartwarming for the MCU. Mm -hmm. So yeah, unexpected, but I feel like needed in a way. Yeah. It felt good with that. So, um, I don't know. I don't think we've mentioned this yet today. We talked about it with Black Panther. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is the official ending of this phase. What phase are we for? It is the official ending of phase four. So starting so, next year, February with, with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania begins phase five. 
That's so wild. Like we were talking about how DC failed and Marvel is in phase five of a cinematic universe that has branched two into two very different stories. Yes. That's so wild to think about. Anyway. Like there needs to be a master class in, <laughs> you know, this is how you make a good product. This is how you don't this make a good product. This is how you make a bad product actively. <laughs> um, but let's go, let's go in and rate it. Uh, oh, do we want to MCU scale this or do we just want to one to 10 it? I, I feel like because of how little impact it had on the grand scale, I think we, it's just got to be a one to 10. Okay. That works. Um, I'm going to give it a solid seven, five. I'll give it, I'll give it a six. Uh, it's a holiday special. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not anything. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think this ever really had any chance of becoming a, I'm going to watch this every year. No. Like, um, like for me, the I'm going to watch this every year is Muppet Christmas Carol. That is my what I want my annual tradition to be. Um, this will not be that. And I don't feel yeah. like it ever had any desire to be that. No, definitely not. And if you I mean, if you were expecting Charlie Brown Christmas, you, you know, it, it's just not going to do that. Yeah. Sorry. However, at the same time, there probably will be somebody out there that will be like, this is the greatest Christmas movie ever. And And this is totally going to become a family tradition. For them, I'm glad it exists. Good for you. Yeah. But it's a good segue into the finish to finish up this episode john i put the question in our notes to be thinking about what are some odd or quirky or unique family christmas traditions that you guys have that feels so weird because i feel like since since meg and i have been married we haven't established this is our christmas there are some things that we try to do um but both of us i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speak for both of us i'm a very forgetful person and i'm a very last minute person so that does not lend itself well to establishing tradition um one thing that meg has wanted to do and we have done multiple years is it's some scandinavian country tradition on christmas eve you give a book Ah, yes. And then you would spend the rest of the evening reading the book, and then you would go to bed before Christmas morning. And we've done that two years, two, three years. Um, And I don't read a whole lot of books, as you could tell by my bookshelf, uh, having Funko Pops. Um, (laughs) I see you do a lot of light reading. Light reading. Um, no, there are, there are books behind all of those, but they're, you know, the Funko Pops are there. Um, let's see. So the book giving, um, I referenced Muppet Christmas Carol. I don't feel like that's weird or unique. You know, I feel like everybody has their family Christmas movie. It's just a matter of what is it? Um, growing up, we, uh, we would always have a breakfast casserole on Christmas and you know big picture it's not you know super spectacular but when I was a kid that was one of the only times during the year that we actually had that so it became this is Christmas like we're gonna have breakfast casserole we're gonna open presents and then mid-afternoon we're gonna have like a nice steak dinner and steak dinner on Christmas I like that idea yeah I don't remember when we I remember like that started when I was a teenager I feel like and I tell you one thing I'm not complaining about it because and I'm not just saying this because I know he listens to every episode but my dad can grill a mean steak. So um, very excited for that. Uh, Mr. Mueller, you are welcome at my house anytime. <laughs> if you would like to, I, w- I would love to test these grilling skills. Have a, have a grill off. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to steak. Ooh, Ooh. that would be, that would be fun. Especially now that we're on video. <laughs> that would be fun, actually. <laughs> <I say> that. <laughs> yeah. So, so what about, what about y'all, Jay? Um, well, we, um, you know, we, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think we do a lot of things that a lot of other people do. Uh, we always go to church on Christmas Eve. Uh, we come home Christmas Eve and we watch the animated Grinch. 
the, the old original one, or the, one. Okay, the, not the new animated. No, not the new one with okay. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, the old one. And uh, we don't really have dinner. We do like finger foods. Fun. And so we just sit in the living room together and watch the Grinch and snack on finger foods. And uh, and then we don't do Santa. So, I mean, we do Santa, but we... He's not the centerpiece of Christmas. Right, like right. That. So he actually only brings one gift uh, and then a family gift, which is usually like a, a board game or something. A that tandem we can all do bicycle. Together. A what? A tandem bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> and then uh, we only do five gifts. Um something something you want something you need something to wear something to read and then a um a surprise so something that you weren't expecting that's really interesting i like that yeah it's a lot of fun and then it it just it really does make it like you really have no idea what you're gonna get so it's like it's really exciting it's all fun in games until it socks every year Oh great! Luckily, that has something to wear. Although something usually for me, something that I need is usually socks and underwear. So you know, isn't I'm that like, upsetting? Hey, as at least adult, I got it. You know, I don't remember what year it was. I think it was probably like three or four years ago. I legitimately asked for towels for Christmas, <laughs> and I was like, "That's it. My childhood is dead." Yep, I asked for towels for now. Christmas. Yep. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we kind of, kind of like what you said, we do a, a breakfast casserole mm-hmm. that morning, yeah. uh, which we don't normally do. So that's. That's fun. Uh, but yeah, we just relax and hang out and sleep. You know, usually we end up waking up, you know, before the sun's even up and uh, do Christmas and then go back to bed. So, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good day. Yeah, nothing nothing odd, I guess. But we don't have like the, some people do like the Christmas pickle. The what? <laughs> you hide the pickle in the tree. And oh, then the first person that. Yeah. that finds the pickle, they get the first gift. I feel like that ends poorly for the tree. Yeah. You rip it apart to try to find this pickle. Right, yeah, and it's and it's very difficult. You would think it would it wouldn't be that bad, but the pickle blends in very well to yeah. a green tree. The real Christmas pickle is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yes. The real the real Christmas pickle is when you put together the toy and you realize that you don't have batteries. Oh no. I guess that's it just the real won't, Christmas pickle. I guess it just won't be loud and annoying. Oh Oops. man, the the tickle me Elmo's not gonna be able to say anything. Oh, I guess Darn. we'll just have to throw him away. Just kidding, sell him. He's still valuable. But yeah. But uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you. So you oh, did the thing. I did. So please comment below or uh, send us a, a message on Twitter or you can email us. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. But uh, we will be back in two weeks. January 4th, I believe, is what that? No, January 2nd. Second. Second. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Genuinely, like, yeah, the second day of the year. The beginning of the year, you get to hear our voices. That means we get a bonus episode in January because it'd be oh. two sixteen and thirty. Oh, look at us! Wow, nice. We have to start planning this out again. Yeah, we hit the ground running. <laughs> what did we get ourselves into, John? Yeah, what have we done? Oh gosh, Can we change the calendar. Is that too late? <laughs> Do we have that kind of pull? Well, we will see you back in two weeks. But until then, Merry Christmas and nerd out. Uh-